0: Welcome to the Hold for Release podcast. I'm Kevin, a private pilot and an instrument-rated pilot, here to talk about the U.S. airline industry. I'll provide my thoughts on aviation news, financial reports, and updates along with some personal flight experience. The Hold for Release podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not meant to be an official report for any investment advice, news, or aviation guidelines. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to the Hold for Release podcast. Today is Monday, August 2nd, 2021. Today I'm going to be talking about the United Airlines electric aircraft that they came out with, um, or that they announced. It's called the ES-19. Uh, it's by Heart Aerospace. Uh, you can find it on their Instagram, on their website. Um, pretty interesting stuff, actually. Um. You know, uh, the last episode was about United's uh, order of the Boom Overture. This one is is kind of in that field of a bold aircraft that they're really taking another another risk on. Um, compared to the Boom, this this plane, fully electric, or, or so so it seems. It, it, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Like like again, just like the Overture, it's kind of boom or bust, hit or miss all-or-nothing kind of deal something that can make united look like a hero or it can hurt them financially so united placed a hundred orders of these planes and they're set to take these guys by 2026 so not too far away uh, considering this aircraft you know isn't even regulated yet like i said it's by heart aerospace uh, this aircraft seats 19 people uh, in a one-by-one one configuration with three seats at the back. So it's a small airplane. Um, couldn't really find the dimensions of it, but, you know, 19 seats, that's that's not very big. Their plan uh, to, to do this, you know, United it purchased a lot of these. I think they're partnering with Mesa Airlines. Um, their plan is to have it as a commuter. And their big idea is to... Kind of change the game of regional air travel, um, you know, with with commuter traffic. So they'll take these their hubs, you know, for United that's Chicago, San Francisco, uh, like Denver, Houston, Washington, and, and New York places like that, and they'll they'll have these smaller airplanes come out. And, and go to these locations and and turn back, with not many people on it. So traditionally, this has been a market that is not very profitable uh sending out these expensive airplanes to regional airports and then sending sending them back with 50 to 100 people on it it's hard to make money off of that and that's for sure but this this kind of changes the game a bit it's interesting it's very interesting so the airplane is fully electric um it looks like it's four turboprops obviously it's not it, it it's four little batteries um on the wing um, it's still got an aluminum airframe it's very interesting very very interesting so their, their plan is they are thinking about a route such as like o'hare to purdue university airport um The reason why it's so short is because this only has a range of 250 miles, which is not a lot, not a lot at all for a commuter airline, which is that, that's kind of what's hurting them the most right now is how limited that is, how limited their range of this airplane is 250 miles is not a lot. And then you also have to take into, take into account, you know, if they have to hold for something, hold for traffic, hold for weather, um. You know, if they go missed approach, if they have to do missed approach, are they gonna go out and you know, because missed approach procedures they do not, they you know they take a while, at least in a, <laughs> at least in a Cessna, but still it's it's a solid fifteen twenty miles for a missed approach for the most part. So you know you get three or four missed approaches in, which is rare, of course, but still, uh, you know you got to play conservative with this. You cannot have these airplanes cutting up to. 220 230 240 miles on a planned route because you have to plan for you know go to fixes you know uh holding and and alternates and missed approaches and then time on the ground too um unless they have some other way to not use their battery that's inside of those engines i guess there is no engine since it's a battery airplane but it's very interesting um another thing to think about is it it's a small airplane it's got 19 seats on it plus the crew plus a little bit of cabin space in the back nothing nothing crazy it's still heavy it's very heavy especially with an aluminum aluminum airframe and these four massive batteries so my question is how how, what is going to be used in each flight what percentage of battery is going to be used and how is it going to be able to keep flying if one of the battery fails? What's going to happen? There's a lot of question marks in the air that will definitely be resolved within the next couple couple years. It's a great idea. Great idea. One thing that was really interesting to me is, and I quote um, Heart Aerospace, so quote is, Our zero-emissions, low-noise aircraft can operate on a 750-meter runway, making new use of the vast networks of small airports close to city centers. End quote. 750 meters is about 2,461 feet, which is very, very impressive. If you can take off and land on a runway that's that small as a commercial airplane, you're setting up a lot of possibilities there. And that's very, very impressive for an airplane that has 19 seats on it to operate like that. That's very impressive. Another quote here from Hart Aerospace is air travel accounts for 2% of global carbon dioxide emissions. And that share is expected to rise to twelve to twenty-seven percent by twenty fifty. Forty percent of worldwide emissions are from short-haul flights. Electric aircraft are the solution. These planes have zero operational emissions and the lowest infrastructural footprint of all models of regional transport. End quote. That's 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 a great point. Regional travel is not good for the environment. It's hardly, you know, you hardly make any profits off of it for the airline, barely any profits. And they have a ton of these flights coming in and out every day from hubs to smaller airports and back, a ton of them. So you get these smaller jets carrying 50 to 100 people, burning gas, burning money, landing fees, uh, that kind of stuff, you know, if you can cut down costs any way possible, you're going to maximize your revenue, which is great, which is great. This is uh, fuel reduction costs um, or, or costs of, of fuel reduced by 75%, which is awesome for these small airplanes. If you can fully convert from, a, from an avgas plane to an electric plane, you're going to save a lot of money. And they have this mindset here, which is a great idea. And they're totally right. There's also a statistic that's saying how um, maintenance cost goes down Uh, That I don't know as much, uh, and I'm a little skeptical about that statement because it's still an airplane. Airplanes are very in and out of maintenance, um, and you still need a lot of inspections, which is going to cost a ton of money regardless of if it's an engine or a battery. Where I can't see where they're coming from is the parts of the engine itself are very expensive on an airplane. So if you cut out the engine completely and you just have batteries, that can save a lot of money, and I can totally see that. This plane has a lot of potential. Um, it's kind of like the boom overture in the way that it's, it can be the beginning of electric air travel. It can be the beginning of something new, and United has taken that initiative. They actually came out with the boom overture first, and then this airplane uh, a couple weeks later. So they were making some pretty heavy moves in a short amount of time. Um, so good for United in doing that. Very make or break, though in my idea i have two thoughts about this two 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 thoughts so this can either go really well and these these airplanes can get better these batteries can get bigger get cheaper and, and more innovated or this is is just not going to work and we're not ready for electric travel uh, air travel yet which can happen it can happen i think it's going to work um it has to get regulated and approved first for travel i think it's I think it's going to work, but I think this is only the beginning of electric air travel. I think companies are going to start turning to this, looking at this prototype and using it as a prototype, creating batteries that are better, more efficient can last longer um, this battery it costs an estimate of $500,000 for one battery. It looks like there's four. I could be wrong on that. So don't quote me and uh, charge time is 40 minutes, 40 minutes. So I'll get back to that in a second. But if other companies can find out a way to make a battery that is cheaper, can last longer, uh, more efficient, we're looking really good, especially in regional travel, because this is where it's going to start. It's going to start in regional travel where these flights are going you know short hops making quick short hops and they can take a lot of people 50 to 100 people ideally 19 people in a 250 nautical mile flight or 250 mile flight that's not enough so they're going to figure it out they're going to figure it out but it's a great start anyway circling back to the 40 minute charge time when i first heard the news about this plane an electric aircraft commercial aircraft keep in mind there's a lot of stuff out there a lot of commercial electric airplanes but nothing like in the united delta you know american alaska southwest that kind of stuff nothing nothing like it my biggest concern is these airplanes are always on the move they they turn around in as quick as 25 minutes especially for regional regional airplanes they get people off They get people on they get luggage off luggage on refuel weight and balance you know all the data all the flight plan loaded up all in 25 minutes very impressive very impressive if this battery let's say it's it's close to dead close to dead you get in my initially when i heard about this i thought well how long is this battery going to take to fill up is it going to take multiple hours five six hours could it take overnight could it be as fast as 30 minutes so they're saying 40 minutes so, so then what's going to happen do you, do you just plug it in or do you need some kind of outlet or I don't know plug at every single airport that this is going to fly out of at every gate that this is going to operate out of it's got some question marks which can easily be figured out within the next couple years before this comes out um, 40 minutes that's a good amount of time it's, it's 19 passengers so they get off they get on pretty quickly especially at these smaller airports. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think this is a good idea. I think it's a great idea. But there's no doubt in my mind that this is kind of a prototype and that this is the groundwork for what's to come next. I think that there are going to be um, commercial airplanes that, that come out that are going to be able to go further and carry more people, carry more weight. But this is definitely a step in the right direction for um, aviation and and certainly regional air travel in terms of economics and um, you know the environment it's a great step S- something else that is you know it there's no question about about this that that raises concern too is how is this going to operate at cruising altitude there i couldn't find any any information about how high this is going to go i'd be surprised i'd be very surprised if this goes. 25 30 thousand feet i'd be very surprised especially since this isn't going very far who knows i don't really know anything about electric airplanes really that's not what i focus on so uh, you know it's, it's interesting it says that this is a pressurized cabin i believe that it's aluminum i'm more concerned about the batteries how are these batteries going to work and function at 15 20 25 000 feet is stuff going to start acting differently you know the density altitude is certainly different up there pressure is certainly different up there and how about if you're flying in high winds and weather that's not great this says it's perfectly compatible to fly in all kinds of weather but it's interesting it's really interesting um it's exciting that's no doubt so a couple more pros here um if we're looking long term that these batteries are only going to improve like I said before, they're gonna get cheaper. Um, they're going to get better in terms of how much uh, you know how how much they can store and how far they can go. It's great for the environment. It's great for air travel, and it's good for small airports too. Great for small airports. Quiet. You know, people are gonna like it. Um, I'm gonna be. I'm cu- I'm curious to see how much these tickets are gonna cost. I don't think that they're gonna be anything crazy because this is so um, I wouldn't say so inexpensive to operate, but it's definitely cheaper than, you know, something that's like a CRJ 200, which carries what, I don't know, 50 people. Uh, it's certainly cheaper than that. Um, costs less to operate. Some cons here are, you know, batteries are going to die. Um, you know, like I said, I'm concerned if, if you're a pilot and you're thinking, all right, we're on our second missed approach. And we're getting close to the 250 miles. I don't know if this is going to work. You know, what are we going to do? Sure thing you can say that about any airplane. If you're in a CRJ-200 and the and the captain's like, all right, well, we're running a little low on fuel. I don't know if we can, you know, it's the same thing with fuel. Um, but you've got a lot, I feel like you've got a lot more leeway with with jet fuel than, than a battery. Next thing is, it's not approved yet. Once this gets approved, people are going to feel a lot more comfortable with this. I'm going to feel a lot more comfortable with it. United and Mesa are certainly going to feel more comfortable with it. Um, (laughs) Once this can actually get in the sky, that's going to be great. It's first of its kind. So, you know what? Yes and no. It's first of its kind that this is the first real big commercial airliner that is going to be purchased by United or any sort of big company it's not first, but it's kind of that there's other electric aircraft out there. It doesn't seat 19 people, but you know it's, it may seat 6, 8, 10 people around there. Uh, next is it's small. So it it's really difficult for these regional airlines to make money on small planes. You know, you make money with bigger aircraft carrying more people getting to places. Um, with 19 people, you're going to make money because of that fuel reduction and, and how good it is in reducing costs for maintenance. So you're certainly cutting down costs there. But still, it's a small airplane. Small airplane, it's hard to make, harder to make profit with fewer people on board. Can't see many people. Um, 19 people. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, and then another thing is how fast is this going to go? How fast, how high is this going to go? And you know, how maneuverable, maneuverable is this going to get? I don't think it's going to go very high. I don't think it's really going to go very fast. Like I said, and and have reset before, I see this as a prototype. I see this as kind of a model that people will work off of and then build off of this. So they'll see, all right, this ES-19 aircraft was a great foundation for electric regional air travel. Now let's get better off of it. Let's make these batteries better. Let's make them less expensive. Um, You know, it's a great idea. Um, at the end of the day and, and I'll conclude here at the end of the day i'm very excited for united i'm very excited for heart uh, aerospace I'm very excited for these regional regional airlines within the next twenty five years because a lot's going to change. I have more confidence in this than the boom overture. I certainly do, but maybe not this airplane i have better confidence in uh stronger confidence in this idea than the boom overture so um it'll be interesting to find out i guess we'll have to wait and see we'll, we'll keep getting updates we'll keep getting uh, information on how this is going but for now that's it um, and i thank you for listening and i'll get back to you soon